This is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith from The Retirement Smith. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeff provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith. Welcome back to another episode of Financial Viewpoints with me, Jeff Smith, your host. Along with me, as always, is Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great. We were laughing before the show because I'm wearing a red plaid shirt and yes. you're wearing uh, what could be called an orange vest. You say it's red, but it's red. the rest of us know. So uh, <laughs> we look like it. you said we should be out chopping trees or something. I think we should. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, splitting logs or something today, right? Right. I think we're. We look like a couple of outdoorsmen, like we're ready to go fishing or something. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I think that sounds fun, actually. <laughs> it does sound fun. Well, uh, but we're here because I know your goal is to educate our listeners on financial matters. I, we'll get to that. But mm -hmm. first, most importantly, Jeff, how have you been? Are you busy? Are you keeping busy? Are you having fun? What's going on? Oh, yeah. I'm always keeping busy. That's for sure. There's, um, you know, lots of stuff, a lot, lot of stuff to do with the family. And, um, you know, my son's involved with so many things. It's incredible. My daughter's, you know, away at school, but we're planning a road trip for college visits. So oh, wow. Okay. Pretty exciting. You know, we're going to West Virginia, uh, down to Shenandoah, out to Wake Forest and also UNC. So wow, so Wake Forest and UNC, both a couple mm. of good schools. So that's fun. That's exciting. That's a new stage. Is this your first uh, that it will be heading off to college? No, this is the second. But okay, uh, well, my daughter went to the NASCAR uh, school. Yeah. So we didn't really do a ton of college visits. We did a couple, but. Um, she really knew what she wanted to do right away. So this is, this is kind of a new experience for me. Um, so we're, we're really, it's, it's really kind of, uh, exciting, but, uh, yeah, you know, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, <laughs> Fun. Well, I enjoyed a, visiting colleges with my kids. I, I really yeah. did. It, 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 it is a family bonding time and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because of work schedules and stuff, uh, my wife, Sarah took uh, you know, would take one of our, to go with, with them to this college or that college, then I'd take a couple and it was fun. And then we went to some all together. And so, uh, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I like seeing the campuses and talking to different people. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. See, uh, you know, see the guys, uh, throwing up from the frat houses. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's no, we that's not. From. Yeah. We stay away from those. I, I keep, I kept my kids off frat row or whatever, where all the frats and sororities are. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's Tony's you like running down the middle of the street going, yes, let's go. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> We're going streaking through the quad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Frank the tank. <laughs> Who's the we? Yeah. Old school or whatever that was. It, it old, was school? old school. Yeah. That was good a call. Good, good movie. Good movie. Will Ferrell yes. is funny, but uh, okay. For our topic today, I know you want to cover a few different things. I know that, uh, you've been wanting to talk about precious metals and a lot of people don't understand, mm -hmm. or 
have them as part of their portfolio. And maybe some of our listeners, I bet, Jeff, even have some precious metals in their portfolio and they don't even know it. Yeah, Is that probably. possible? That's yeah, as part of sure. a... You know, they diversification. Yeah. If they if they have diversification inside a 401k or an IRA, they might have mm-hmm. some and not know it. Um, but, you know, it's weird because a, a lot of people are frustrated after 2022 because you had um, bonds that are usually uh, safer. They were way mm-hmm. down. The m- regular stock market was way down. Uh, precious metals have been volatile. So. Uh, but there are there are reasons to have them in your portfolio. I take it like gold. And when we say precious yeah. metals, you mean like gold and silver, right? Yeah, stuff that's anchored by gold typically. Now there are other needs as we are progressing in, you know, um, technology. There's going to be needs for other types of, you know, palladium and, you know, um, but silver is always always a requirement in in a lot of products. Copper, but you know, really when we look at recessions. Um, you know, sort of the stabilizer has throughout time has been, you know, precious metals, especially yes. gold. Yep. Um, you know, and we're not talking we about physically re- needing to own gold and have a gold bar in your, in a safe somewhere. Well, you know that that's available. It is, you know, so, yeah. so like there are, there are companies out there and that's not something that we do, but there are companies out there who literally you will buy tangible gold and hold it in your IRA. You know, I've, um, talked with a lot of people who have who have done that and established those types of accounts. The downside is when you have to pull RMDs, you know, and required minimum distributions for, uh, instead of using the acronym, uh, RMDs. I mean, it's not like you can hack off a slice and, uh, of the gold bar and, you know, <laughs> a portion of it. So you really have to time it right. And you have to have some other liquid accounts to, in order to do that. But it is, it is part of some people's, you know, goal to have actual tangible gold. Huh. So interesting. But mm-hmm. when you talk about precious metals inside a portfolio, for the most part, you're talking about you invest in precious metals. Well, like I think you would have an ETF, you know, an exchange traded fund is always a better way of just lugging around sacks of gold. So, <laughs> yeah, because if you need money for like, oh, man, I want to send my kid to college. Uh, let yeah. me let me saw off. Uh, do you do you, yeah, you special, just walk in with a gold bar? Special say, saw saw off uh, an end of a gold bar and <laughs> right. use that. Yeah. Here's my down payment. Yeah. Clank. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that, that, uh, you know, when we look at, you know, history and right. So that's all we can do when we are talking about the potential for the future. Right. So there's, I mean, there's more, you know, you can look at signs you can look at, you know, you, you know, all the different, uh, indicators and those, those are all great ways to also, you know, put yourself in the best position, but through time, you know, it's been precious metals that sort of deal with inflation. They sort of deal with, you know, recession. They kind of anchor those things. Now, when we get into like recovery, you know, it's always going to be the market that shows the most strength, the traditional equities market, right? That's going to outperform all that stuff. But I still feel like you should always sort of, you know, take, keep an eye on, you know, precious metals and have a percentage of your portfolio anchored by that stuff because it doesn't go out of style. Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing. And there's, there's typically, you know, and right now, 2022, 2023, there, there is globally a demand for gold. So it is not like it's, you know, something that, uh, you know, is just kind of flashy. 
And uh, I mean, it is flashy. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> oh, sure. But uh, not all the shimmers is gold. Wow. We're going to use all these dumb things, aren't we, today? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> anyway. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Yeah. No, Will Robinson. Seriously. Danger. Where's the crickets one? That, that's probably more appropriate. Yeah, that would have been more appropriate. I just. Yeah, that was <laughs> terrible. I'm sorry. Won't do it again. All that glitters is gold. Oh, so bad, right? Yeah. I, can, or, I mean, I think my face is as red as my vest because it's not orange. <laughs> That's, I literally go around the office doing that. <laughs> Your you know, staff loves you. I, I know that. The, the staff, yeah. I always <laughs> do that to my friend Tim who works for me. I just walk in his office and do that. I'm like, how's your day going? And then he'll say something like, oh, I'm behind it. And I'll be like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so now you're talking about gold, but what about silver? What's going on? Yeah. With so, silver? you know, what's really interesting is when I'm, you know, I was sort of like just looking back on this, you know, historically, and we're really low right now, historically for silver. So it might be an, a good opportunity to purchase. Now, this is not an offer. <laughs> I'm not no. giving advice, no. but uh, you, you want to take a look at these things and these trends because if you take a look at 1980, January 1980, you take a look at the spike that happened in silver. It's incredible. And um, really, we had the biggest gain during that time period. And, um, you know, it looks a lot like 1980 around here. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. I mean, high inflation. A lot yeah. of the factors are lining up. Mm-hmm. But before anybody does anything like that and you're not giving specific advice because it depends on each person's individual situation. Correct. So yeah. what uh, we want to encourage the listeners out there to do is to call you and you can look at their situation and their portfolio and determine, mm-hmm. yeah, now might be a good time for you when things are down to purchase a few things right. to, to get in on the gains when they go back up mm-hmm. or maybe, nope, you're pretty set, you're balanced or no, uh, you don't have the money to play around like that <laughs> or to take right. a risk. You might want to look for more safety because you already have a lot of risk. So uh, I think it's important to understand that your uh, your individual situation is different from your neighbors. So don't just go by what your neighbor yeah. says. Work with right. a financial services professional. And that's Jeff, that's you. If our mm-hmm. listeners wanted to sit down with you, you can run a report like a compass report and see where they're at with their investments yeah. or their finances or their retirement accounts. And then you can say, here's what's happening. Here's what for you you know, here are some choices and then they, they have some good choices to choose from. Yeah. So I, you know, I have this conversation with a lot of people. So, so I I really, I think this is a good segue because, you know, people will run with a stock tip and then they think it just applies to them because they're trying to chase, you know, a return or a gain or something that's, they're trying to time something or chase it. Yeah. Prepared for that from a risk standpoint. They're just really not. And I think, that you can really set yourself up for failure when you're looking for hot tips, right? I think, that, I think the key to every, I mean, this is my true opinion. My truest, I, I couldn't be more clear with people on this. There is, n- there is no- nothing better than a well thought out and well executed plan. And I know that that sounds super boring and it's really, you know, a snoozer. <laughs> but the, the the reality is is that there's always places for things that may may be outside of your comfort zone as long as everything else is accounted for and taken care of from well within or even more s- safe than what you're 
uh, able to do. So you you, you really you really want to look at the overall picture and say, hey, you know, for for example, I just talked about silver, right? Right. So let's say that you know all of the fundamentals of your of your um, uh, plan, your financial plan are, are met. And there's about a five or 10%, you know, area where you are willing to take more risk than, than the rest of it, because income is met, you know, safety is, you know, accounted for, then that's something you want to take a look at. Yeah. Right. But going, you know, putting all your chips and silver at 99% of your portfolio is just not smart. No, it's not, not, not smart. So, I just want to make sure I was clear on that. I yeah. think, you know, when we're talking about opportunities uh, based on, you know, his, historical data, you know, you, you got to make sure that it applies to you in your particular situation. Just like Tony said, it's really important that you don't, you know, just sell at the wrong time and buy at the at the wrong time. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, uh, you know, if you look at uh, the statistics for investing, most people do end up buying high and selling low just because they're, because they're like you said, they're trying to chase something or, or they're Mm -hmm. acting react, they're reacting to something that's already happened and they're letting their emotions make decisions for them. And they're not working with a financial services professional who has Mm -hmm. a set plan Uh, or they're not working with an independent, uh, you know, financial advisor like yourself, who's going to be looking at the big picture and have a plan in place for them. Uh, Mm -hmm. because people, you know, they tend to buy high and sell low ironically. And obviously you should do the opposite buy low. Uh, and now (laughs) we, we noticed, you know, gold is down. Uh, It's, it's weird because it should be going up. That is going up. Yeah. That's an oddity, but you know, now that silver and gold are down, maybe you're right. Maybe now is an Mm -hmm. opportunity. I know that uh, the Oracle of Omaha, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Buffett, yep. Warren Buffett, mm-hmm. he always said, you know, you got to buy low and sell high and you've got to not let your emotions get involved and you mm-hmm. want to take advantage of uh, when things go back up. So, uh, you know, there's obviously some risk involved when you buy when the market's low. You want to make sure you're buying the right thing and only doing mm-hmm. it within your means, not putting, you know, you don't want to risk the whole nest egg. Right. And I, and I think what happens is that people just don't know when to buy and sell. Right. I mean, the thing is that if you're really, if that's something that you're chasing, then you have to have a specific mark for you. Right. Right. So uh, this is not advisable from my perspective. Like I, I'm always a planner, but if you're going to do that part, you have to have a number in your head that you're comfortable with and never second guess it. So in other words, if you, if you say I'm going to sell when it hits you know, 49, you sell when it hits 49. Right. And if you're going to, if you're going to only buy, have a set amount that when you're going to buy, right. So that way you don't deviate. And then you have some sort of idea of where you're going with this. Right. So that's the way that you do it. So I, I got this question the other day, like, because, you know, you know, I have a client who owns a business and she's looking to expand that business. And she's been offered retail space at a price that I think is a little bit out outside of what it should be. Right. So I'm, we're looking at this thing and, you know, you know, she, you know, she wants to get two units and there are uh, the offers 1.2 million. And, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, REITs are what REITs are down like 20%. 
you know, commercial real estate in general is down. And, yep. um, you know, we've gone through a cycle through, you know, COVID and, you know, the, a pandemic that has taught us that most of our jobs can be done from home, you know, so I, I'm thinking, so anyway, I'm telling you all this stuff to tell you the conversation I, I ultimately had. And I was like, you know, she was like, should I buy it? Should I just, can, should I continue to rent it? Should I just, you know, wait, you know, and I, and so the, the answer is yes. Right. So, and what I mean by that is that if her goal is that she's going to be there for the next 30 years and she doesn't care, you know, whether or not she's going to make a profit on, on the sale of that at the end of the 30 years, what does it matter to her? Right. So if you agree to it, if you agree that you can afford 1.2 million and you're comfortable with that, you've made the right decision because your focus is on the work that you're going to do over the next 30 years. You're not looking at it from a investment standpoint. You need it because you need the space to expand. Right. So that's one way of looking at things. The other is, hey, I really want to make some money on this real estate and run my business, well, then you have to really pay more attention to what the market will mm. ac actually bear, right? Yeah. So in that case, you have to negotiate a lot more or strongly or be comfortable in resting until that thing sits empty. So it depends what your goals are. You know, That's the, what I the, mean. Decision, yeah. the decision, should I do this or this? Uh, it depends. What are your What is your goal? What's your purpose? And right. I remember talking once to a financial advisor who told me a story about a client that came in who had uh, single, no kids, no wife, no family, mm -hmm. and they had $10 million to invest in, in, in stocks and the invested, and they didn't need it. Uh, they didn't use it. And they came and said, what should I do with this money? And he said, I told them, I don't know. And they're like, what do you mean? You're a financial advisor. And he goes, well, I need to, uh, what do you want to, what do you want to accomplish? What are your goals? And they go, I mm -hmm. don't, I don't know. And he goes, well, then I don't know what to tell you to do with the money because it all depends on what your purpose is, you know, yeah, what's your why? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have a goal and, and uh, that's a, that's a thing people face in retirement, right? They don't, yeah. they don't know. And this person was retired and it's just like, are you tra going to travel the world or do you right. want to start, may try to start a new business? I mean, uh, mm -hmm. that will decide the, what you do with this money, you know, right. I can't just tell you to do something if I don't know. Well, and that's why is. I have, I I've turned clients away that are chasing return because there's nothing that quantifies their, their, uh, satisfaction. Right. Nothing. Right. right. So if you're just thirsty to get a return, then, you know, that's something that you can, you know, you can accomplish on your own, you know, or you can find somebody that's just a day trader, you know, but the reality is, is that that is a fleeting. Yeah. You know, that's that not a, a long-term plan either. No, I mean, just, just uh, getting a broker that's just going to trade it and uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you know, that's Vegas stuff. Yeah. You know, that's, that's Vegas that's really stuff. Vegas that's stuff. Bitcoin. That's, that's so high risk mm -hmm. and you know, you could yeah. just end up losing everything. But if you want to ride the market for 20 years and use it for, you know, retirement income and you need this set amount and you want it to mm -hmm. last a certain amount of time, then, then you're talking, then, then that's where you come in, Jeff. And yeah, that's where my comfort zone is. And I'm not saying that I'm uncomfortable with looking at higher well, you know, sure. risk, higher return stuff, but yeah. it has and to you make do sense. that. And I know you do that for some people. You have some mm -hmm. very wealthy clients that say, Hey, 
Yeah. I want to, this is my play money over here. Let's, exactly. you know, put it in high growth. And so, you know, if that's mm -hmm. their decision and you're their financial advisor and uh, they're paying you for that, uh, but you're going to say, hey, let's make smart decisions. You yeah, want, you clear, have a goal over here you need yeah. to hit. So we should yep. rather than that, do this with the money. Yeah. To be clear, that that's not a, a large percentage of their portfolio either. Right. No. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the, the, the thing is that the, all the other things are met. All the other needs are cleared. Yes. Right. So to speak. So and then when there's money that is left over, you know. You know, in, in part of my model, the, the income protection and growth, that's the growth bucket, right? That's sort of the right. growth portion. Yep. And um, even then it's a little bit, you know, it's a portion on top of a portion, right? So <laughs> it's always like, you know, and I, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't want to come across as just this super conservative person, but, you know, I think the reality is, is that for most of us, we want a boring financial life so we can have an exciting life. Right. So I think that that's the, the mindset that I typically take is let's have a super boring financial plan that just sort of chugs along so that you can have an exciting life. Right? Perfect. Why? Why sit on the edge of your seat every day in your financial life and, and not live? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's not really living. If you're constantly concerned and worried about your financial situation, what are you doing? You know right. what I mean? What are you really doing in life? So. I think where I can shine is that I tend to try to make things as boring as possible <laughs> that actually work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm, you know, life of the party. Let's be real. You know, well, every I time I show up, they're like, a nest egg. I just think we should be building a nest egg, Jeff. <laughs> yes. You're the I, life of the every party. I mean, right. uh, I mean, today How can I, I make this party more boring. Today I logged in, I'm your remote co-host, and I see through the camera, you pick up the guitar. What did you do? You picked up the guitar and started playing. You're anything but boring. Right. How yes. many financial advisors greet me with a, pick up a guitar and start playing a song when I video uh, yeah. them, video call <laughs> them? Little known fact, also recorded on um, uh, in Nashville. Did you I record was, in Nashville? I did. I, I, I was a studio drummer. Oh, wow. Drums. I did nice. uh, a three song single back in 2015 ish. Wow. Wow. And it was really neat. It, it was on uh, what what is that called? Uh, something row. Music um, row. Music row. Yep. And uh, we were at a studio where Dolly Parton recorded. Wow. Um, Actually, Paul McCartney recorded yep. in that There's studio. There's a ton of studios on Music Row. So yeah. nice. Yeah. It was so cool. What a, what, it was a wonderful experience. Well, you know, obviously investing and where you invest and when you invest, yeah, it's very important, but don't, don't do it on your own. Work with a trusted yeah. financial professional who's going to look at the big picture and keep that balance, as you say, Jeff. So, Jeff, before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation. You know, if you want to just give us a call at 540-371-9777, you can schedule uh, an appointment to review what you're doing and uh, get some more information. You can also go to our website, the retirementsmith.com, and you can, you know, hit the contact us. And there's a lot of resources on that website. Or you can even go to financialviewpointradio.com and download stuff Uh past shows. You can see all sorts of cool stuff there. So we invite you to, uh, to check that out and, uh, let us know what you think.
All right. Well, Jeff, great show. And listeners, we'll be back next week with more of Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith. Thank you for listening to Financial Viewpoints. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Smith at The Retirement Smith. Call 540-371-9777 or visit them online at theretirementsmith.com. Advisory services are offered through The Retirement Smith LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Insurance products are offered through The Insurance Smith, an affiliated company. Jeff Smith and The Retirement Smith are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.